Hey everybody, how's it going out there? We're back here kicking it in the rumpus room. And uh, let's hit them with the takeaway message of the day. Takeaway message of the day. <laughs> we uh, stepped back three on the launch here. Didn't exactly prepare ourselves for the takeaway message of the day. Takeaway um, message of the day. Uh, is uh, put a little forethought into the things that you're doing before you jump in. I think that's, uh, no, but seriously, one thing I've been, I've been trying to do a lot is, um, is just always being more humble. I find that to be a really easy thing to return to, like when I'm driving into work or something like that, or when I get caught up in things. I don't know. I come back to being humble about it. Well, I got a funny story. There's a uh, working group tomorrow. And one of our, um, one of our, an individual who we work with has hired or who he has invited a guy to come and work for us. And this guy is, has been just recently laid off from his other employer. And now all of a sudden he thinks that this guy is really going to offer a lot of value to our organization coming in 100% fresh off of the street, never having known what's going, going on with this three month engagement. And the amount of hot air that is going to be in the meeting tomorrow is going to be pretty impressive. I know. It'll be fun to just listen to what he has to say. It's there's going to be I should just bring in the tape measure for the amount of stick measuring that's yeah. going to go on tomorrow. Oh, and then the amount of like back scratching that the people oh, yeah. that don't know what they're talking about do. Yeah. That's always really fun is when you get like, you know, three guys lined up scratching each other's back. Yeah. Like back to back, like itching super hard. You <laughs> <laughs> scratch my back. What do you, what do you yeah. think? I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, actually, one thing that I wanted to add to that. Yeah, yeah. One small thing. I, it, it's not that important, but I'm going to say it because I'm, I haven't talked in a while. Yeah. Oh, man. Those work chest sessions get to be just complete time wasters. Anything with over five people in a meeting, I'm extremely impressed if anybody can shepherd in a, a an effective conversation. I find you get six, seven people in a room. What's the point? I don't know. See, you're, that is something I have been wondering so much because we have an 8 a.m. phone call for 30 minutes that we do every day to try to like get everybody on the same page. And it is the most annoying thing ever. It causes me a ton of stress because I'm like, this is a waste of time. Mm -hmm. It's, I feel like, it's a time for people that don't know how to structure their own day to figure out what they're doing. And I can hear them trying to figure out what their daily activities are. I know what I need to do every day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's lack of preparation for everybody else. Well, it's not just lack of preparation. It's lack of initiative taking too. You know, people who are not self-directed are not going to have that ability to mm-hmm. go out and see where the value needs to be mm-hmm. you know, realized. And that's that's a gift that I don't think a lot of people have, but I think us and our friends and our mentors and our, you know, confidants have it in spades. So, you know, I think we just picked up on that. Well, the hard thing for me is like I'm trying to do all these things that are really important right away in the day, like making calls to customers that I know I need to talk to or, mm-hmm. you know, kicking out a new business plan that needs to happen or like formulating a new deck for a client that we need to you know, sell to or creating a pitch, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 
try to do it right away so I'm fresh. And then I get just literally cocked in the face after yeah. these meetings. And then I get five phone calls from everybody trying to figure out what the plan of the day is. And, oh, well, we need to do this and do this. And it's like, no, we don't. Like, I have a contract I'm trying to sign. And I've been getting calls all day mm -hmm. from my leader trying to, like, figure out all this stuff. And I'm like, I need to just concentrate and figure this out. Stop yeah. wasting my time. No email before 11 a.m. if you're smart. I mean, that's... Yes. Email or, like, or any contact. Or any meeting. contact. That's, that would be my ideal days. I mean, what, what do you think work. an ideal... So, like, let's talk about having to establish accountability amongst your team. Mm -hmm. So, like, knowing there are people that aren't as self-directed. Mm -hmm. Giving yourself the space to work and yourself the space to you know, kick out what you need to kick out. But how do you like account for that, you know, not lack of accountability, but you give people the space to realize. And I know like five people are doing like these five minute touch points. What do you think works? Like, what, what do you think would be effective? Um, that's a great question. I have two direct reports right now and they have a lot of autonomy. <laughs> I, I, um, prefer to really let people be self-directed and then work i work very hard to make sure that they always have the resources they need so that they can feel like they're accomplishing real things yeah so um i periodically check in but i i don't i i never really ask how things are doing but i always kind of gauge whether or not things are getting done based on the output of people yeah so do you are you kind of like hey here are the goals for the week or mm -mm, never um every once in a while i'll have like an accomplished task that i want done like we need all of the claims from june and july cleaned out or we need all of our denials to work down below we need everything in the hold buckets to be less than a hundred you know less than 10 grand and yeah. and then my team i say that so rarely that they take it extremely seriously yeah so then we do accomplish it because it's not like hey you know let's try to do this thing and then if we don't get it we'll just try again it's like no i, I mean we never we are always we're the the other thing is there's only three of us mm -hmm. and we all work so closely together that there's excellent visibility into what they're doing yeah so i know when you know my coworkers are not doing stuff and they know when i'm not doing stuff so it's it's different than when it, you get into a big business and there's such little visibility yeah yeah i know i've been struggling with that format i've got somebody that's working for me right now on one of my clients who I literally need to tell her what to do every day. Yeah, that's frustrating. I would not do well. Oh, it's like, and I think she does certain things really well, but I feel like I have to just like push down the field every time of like, so are we, what are, what are you doing today? A lot of hand holding. Yeah. And it's not somebody that I really had a big hand in. I definitely agreed that they could come into the project because of their background, which now I'm, we didn't have a lot of options, but I'm, it's really good for me to see this now so that, you know, in my future endeavors or future kind of hiring decisions, I need to find people that are more self-starting because I find it's so much easier to manage somebody that wants to do something mm -hmm. and like 
mm-hmm. wants to have that autonomy, and I'm so much of a better leader if people are autonomous than like mm-hmm. the handholding thing. I just feel like it just doesn't work so well with me. Well, and I'd rather have somebody kind of start their own engine and start going a direction and then be like, hey, you know, why don't you drive that way instead a little bit more versus like having to show them how to start the engine and then put their foot on the gas. It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't have, I don't have the time or energy for that. I I know. And I, I've been like trying to analyze myself to be like, is that, am I being too handholding so that I'm not giving them enough space and, and do they feel like I'm coming down on them to say, uh, I just am trying to find this balance of telling them what I think needs to be done. I always ask, like, well, what do you, like, I always try to ask at the beginning, but I just, it just gets frustrating after a while. Mm-hmm. Very much. So the constant battle, I think the thing that I figured out that doesn't work for me is those 8am meetings. No. <laughs> oh, no. I've been trying to get out of those things. I think it would be nice to have like a touch point at like 11 or 1 or something. Mm-hmm. Like a 10 minute thing. What is Waymo? I don't know what that is. So that's Google's self-driving cars. Okay. So Waymo has started taking passengers in a van. Really? So they're starting to be a taxi in, already. In Minnesota? No, it's some... I, I forgot. I'm, I can even look it up. But it's... I was reading Waymo is... They're, I mean, they're cha- They're st- they're going to change taxis because they're already transporting customers. Yeah, and like you have to like sign up for it, and it's like Portland or someplace that they're doing a really small scale. But this is going to completely, I think, mess up the transportation industry. Well, I, I wouldn't drive to work if I don't have to. If there were a better option than the public transport, like some somebody was saying, they're they're going to design cars for experiences now. Yeah, they're designing like a go to work car, a come home from work car, like cup of a coffee, coffee, and, uh, like a desk, know, little desk, like a TV on the way home, so you can watch TV or something. More relaxed, like yeah. a road trip car where you just hang out. That's awesome. So that, like, that's what somebody oh, was yeah. talking about. You wouldn't about. really even need to purchase vehicles as much as you would need to take no. what. Uh, You're just renting mm-hmm. for the experience. Mm-hmm. So I read that and was like holy shit this is gonna change everything car buying everything yeah pretty and, far off but it, but it would also be great not to have to tie capital up in a huge asset like a car exactly you know, when you could arguably have much more flexibility with these you know rentable options or whatever which and, i'm sure will be fairly cheap Spreading it over a, a ton of people, the, the, you're using it. Mm-hmm. Lower risk because of the maintenance, you know, like no they, insurance. They have this this uh, rental company in San Francisco, you can rent Audi A4s for 20 bucks a day. That's pretty cool. For the rental car. And it's that's all it is, is 20 bucks a day. Well, in San Francisco, that's pretty, that's cheaper than a cup of coffee. No kidding. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, you're, it's cheaper than, I don't know. Making your lunch, bed. I bet. Oh, easily. Seriously, uh, there is actually a twenty-six dollar cup of coffee in uh, New York. You can. Well, I'm sure. Go out and Check wipe your butt with it or whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Take a urine in it. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, I hope it would be. I hope it wouldn't be too bitter because I, I I get frustrated when I go into a real nice coffee shop that prides themselves on being able to make a, you know, nice cup of coffee and it's just so bitter. Oh, it's burnt. Yeah, that's it's what it burnt. That's what if I've always thought, but I'm not a connoisseur. 
So I consider myself more of a connoisseur now. I roast my own beans. You roast your own beans. I get them flown in from (laughs) Costa Rica. Everybody gets them flown in. Roastmasters.com. Yeah. (laughs) But they're the green, you know, green Green unroasted Mm -hmm. beans. And they're fair trade. Obviously. Of course, fair trade, gluten-free. Gluten-free. Did they come on? They have been fed, you know, without any cages. No cages. And uh, everybody who's, uh, you know, working on the farm has access has health to insurance. Has health insurance, yeah. <laughs> I've verified everybody that's working on the farm has health insurance. And a pair of Toms. Yeah, they got, they've got a pair of Toms for sure. They when got a baseball s- cap. They wear sunscreen every day. Yeah. When you sign up to work in the coffee plantation, they give you a pair of Toms. <laughs> they give you a pair of Toms and sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I've been roasting a lot of different beans, and mm. I've been... So you really, know how to get the crack right. I know how to get the crack right. There's first crack, there's second crack. Mm-hmm. That's about it. And that's it. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> there's first, there's, there's second. And then, and then that's after it. that, you burned them and then, that. And then, you, right, and then aren't you supposed to stop right after the second, second crack? Second crack, you're you like immediately supposed to stop. Yeah. And so first crack, there's second crack. And then there is coffee house crack. Which is after, which is completely burnt. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I started. I'm starting to have these co- this coffee. This spy and house like, coffee. Yeah, the spy fancy. You know, spy house crack, which is yeah. the guy is outside smoking a cigarette and yeah. doesn't realize that the roaster is still going on. Yeah, the guy's getting the side of his head shaved or whatever. He's, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's making an Instagram story about his uh, about his new mustache wax that he's got going on. Yeah, he's waxing his mustache and you know playing drinking with his, a beer, drinking a beer, drinking a grass fed, a grass beer with one of those bicycle caps that has the tiny little bill that flips up. Yeah, he's got a backpack on and he's like looking at everybody like they're. All the businessmen like they're the bane of the existence. Well, we are, you know. I mean, out out there having just so much fun in the world, <laughs> <laughs> really enjoying, enjoying ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> you know, I like making money. It's really fun. I, uh, you know, working hard, having a decent meal and nice looking clothes isn't. You such know, a and bad trying to day. support people yeah, around yeah, you yeah, and doing and something good for the, the world. Community. Yeah. It's a tough. It's a. It's, it's, it's really fun. It's all right. You, you know, know we I'm, don't have any issues because I'm, it's all given to us on a nice platter. Oh, yeah, right. We, yeah. You know, the nice thing is the struggles are, you know, we have no struggles. No, no struggles. I don't have that's, a struggle at all. That's, that's, that's the thing, you know. It was all just given to us. Yeah, so that's what you get when you overcook your beans. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some overcooked beans right there. <laughs> Speaking of overcooked. Yeah, cook that one. Yeah, so so, no, I got to tell you. So I do think they are overcooked in a lot of these coffee shops. So speaking of cooking, though, sometimes I've been uh, my intestines has been cooking my food. So I'm trying this new thing: intermittent fasting. Do you have smoking dumps Mm. or what? No, but uh, my intestine after like any sort of whoops. After any sort of a fast or like longer periods of no eating food, you know, like 16 hours or so, Mm -hmm. when I eat, my intestines goes at that thing. I mean, I... It's like they storm in Normandy. (laughs) Have you you seen that, that scene in Top Gun when he's like, permission to buzz the tower, and then the plane goes by... 
that's what's going on. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's plate to toilet. <laughs> that's for sure. You know, <laughs> I mean, this, farm to table to toilet. <laughs> this is straight to the farm to toilet, baby. Well, farm to toilet. I think that's a new, really good idea for a restaurant. Farm Cle- to table to toilet. Yeah, we have a really awesome dining and undining experience. Serving, serving third cracked beans. <laughs> Third crust be- green uh, beans. Yeah. Our beer is infused with grass mm-hmm. and weeds, yeah. pollen. And I'm telling you, like, weed. yeah, it's just been. It, it's like the. Uh, it's like a Harley race. It's like one of those uh, Hot Wheels racetracks. Well, it's you know, <laughs> it's taking the uh, Metro Pass. You're kind of taking the Fast Pass lane. Going after it, and which which is different than you know, say you eat a piece of pizza and it's like. <laughs> It's like that's, that's your body's trying to convulse that out. Going yeah, yeah, your body's trying to send it back out through the side of your intestines rather yeah. than a, yeah, not for me. Soaking up part. So when you fast, how long are your fasts typically? Right now, I'm doing uh, I'm doing 16 hour fasts, so I only eat for eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. Eight hours a day. So, so I eat. you said noon to eight, right? Yep, I'm eating noon to eight. So are you finding at noon? Ravenous. You are throwing people out of the way to get food. Pretty close. Like the Chipotle line, you just jump to the front. Ten o'clock rolls around, and that's when my caffeine from my green tea kind of starts to wane. Because I get up and I get up and going in the morning. I have some green tea. You know, I'm hydrated. I feel fantastic. Yeah. I, food weighs me down. I'm not kidding. Oh, you can once you stop eating food. So I'm doing the same thing as you, is fasting and trying to figure out what the role food is in energy wise if mm-hmm. i eat bad food or if i drink alcohol yeah alcohol I killer feel it yeah i can well, it's depressing feel it in my body. Too. yeah i can like feel it i feel like shit the next day yeah um we were talking about you know just really analyzing your hunger and like looking at what it does to your body and your mind mm-hmm. um, it's just a feeling that comes and goes but i i do think that food weighs me down big time well, and I did watch that fasting documentary you rec- recommended. Russian, Russian, yeah, Russian, the Russian. Science of Fasting. It's on Amazon Prime Video. It's not particularly exciting. Not at all. It's like the most bland, stupid documentary, but great information. Very interesting information. Intel. Basically, if you fast for 21 days or whatever, they'll cure your diseases. Most, two, most yeah, diseases. Two-thirds of people who went through, this, went through this treatment, yeah. Diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, different Which, cardiovascular diseases, cancers, uh, insomnia, mental health disorders, and the list goes on and on. Third cracked beans, third whatever cracked it beans. is. Whatever you're going Whatever your ailment, fasting yeah. will do it. And, and what I've just noticed is my body is a more aggressive processor of food. Consumer of yeah, food. Yeah, because it's just more scarce than it used to be. Like when it's plentiful and you feed yourself when you're when you're hungry, I don't think your body is, you know, as as voracious of, well, a, of a digester. Yeah, the documentary does a really good job talking about it goes to the different sources of quick energy and that's like it gets into ketosis basically. Yeah. yeah. But when you start putting food back that's what was that's the really important part is what you put back in your body after the fast yeah which if you want to stay in ketosis you have to eat 85 percent of your calories need to come from fat that's a lot which is a ton 
and it's, it's like taking a stick of butter with you. Pretty much, yeah. It's like every day crushing a stick and a half of butter or something oh, throughout man. the day. God, it's wild. But again, you know, a lot of people recommend you go coconut oil or ghee or some other non-plant or non-other non-animal dairy, source yeah. because it's just easier on your stomach, you know. But I know there's a lot you of don't as much, so you don't. But uh, our our cousin. Shout out to Jay. Uh, she makes these buffalo, this buffalo dip. Mm-hmm. And it's always a hit at the family gatherings. You're lucky if you get... 10 to 15 minutes max. You, you're lucky if you... I mean, you got you to gotta get your elbows out. Mm-hmm. You got to get your David Robinson, Tim Duncan stance right, you're boxing going. out. Put your foot down under the stool and, you know, get low. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're using your... Chips or Chex Mix or whatever. Whatever it is. you got to get in there, and it's go. It's you know you're lucky if you get five to ten scoops before that thing, before somebody else is coming in mm-hmm. to try and get. But the farts after that, murderous. Well, it's like it's painful. Murderous, so smelly. Fiery, so smelly. Fiery too. I love I've it. I've been really into buffalo lately, and mm-hmm. I think buffalo might transition into the worst smelling farts i don't know really i I think i've pinpointed it to that and um but i love buffalo chicken wings they're so delicious i do too i like sweating (laughs) (laughs) well i i i like you know i go for the so are you a five spice guy no are you kidding me no i'm like a three to four okay a five like would just i wouldn't be able to stand up Mm-hmm. I'd be drenched since I have to change shirts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a five spice guy. Mm-hmm. And it's the the bad thing is you get so much less flavor in the food because it's just it's hot. You can't, t- you can't taste anything. No, you can't taste anything. It's just like burning in your mouth. So mm-hmm. it's it's not all that it's cracked up to be. But, but, um, third crack. Yeah, it's it's more like third crack coffee it's beans. Third crack coffee beans. <laughs> <laughs> It's the uh, it's the Instagram story is still loading crack coffee beans. Oh so. yeah. What is ASMR? On? So, I was reading something about how to relax, mm-hmm. and I came upon ASMR, which yeah. is autonomous sensory meridian response, mm-hmm. which I've heard of it is basically like really light sounds that appeal to your like back of the brain they kind of joke about mm-hmm. and so it's like white noise white noise but it's just got a little edge to it like a tiny edge okay and it's supposed to help you sleep really well and i'm addicted really i just so it's like a like nails that are very lightly tapping Okay. And it the the noise that it makes and I think I'm like very sensitive to it because I've always had this feeling in my body. Mm-hmm. Certain people, the way they talk, I get a little like tingle in my spine. Like certain I'm very sensitive to it. Or like nails. Like if a woman has longer nails and like taps it on like a desk. I feel it. Or like when people are on the phone mm-hmm. and you hear the click of the mouse, that like impacts me mm-hmm. to where I get like a feeling 
And so there's all these YouTube videos of different ASMR sounds. Mm-hmm. And so I've been listening to them, and it's fascinating. It is. Have you heard the ones of people talking? Yes. Those are kind of creepy. Yeah, they're super creepy. Yeah. And I was listening to it with my girlfriend, and she was like, turn this off, please. This is creepy. Yeah, the voice ones are a little bit weird for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like when they use noises. Like they'll take a book, an old book, and tap it. Or like open the pages, and it's just like very delicate sounds mm-hmm. and cracks. And I think I'm addicted. My, I'm a little nervous. My girlfriend likes to put on like fans, like background noise. Like she doesn't like it quiet. She likes yeah, that's Luke likes that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. To try to like basically get the noise away to sleep. Mm-hmm. But man, I've I've it's been fascinating. I was kind of uh, I did it as like what as a joke, but then I started listening to it. And it helps. That was me. It just it's relaxing. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people really, really stand by it. Mm-hmm. I sometimes do the uh, body scans at night, the yoga nidra. That's yep. a, usually a good way to chill out because, man, I have been pretty high strung at work as mm-hmm. of recent. It's been yeah, been on. Me too. Mm-hmm. I uh, can feel it. But we got a fun weekend ahead of us, headed to Buffalo, New York. Hey, Yep, going to visit some friends of ours out there in Buffalo, New York. All I hear about Buffalo is the Bills games. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia, yeah. I don't know anything other than the Barstool Instagram that has the videos of them breaking tables. I don't know why it's such a big deal. I don't I don't I, I don't think, know. I mean they make fun of in. it because everybody's really dumb there. Okay. Like that's the that is the like thing is everybody's dumb there. Okay. Which for Barstool to call somebody dumb is pretty good. That's there. That's an accomplishment. To yeah, bet. yeah. But the Bills fans, I think they're just so crazy and so obsessed with certain things that that's why they call them the Bills Mafia. Mm-hmm. So we're the, we're not going to a football game, but uh, we'll see if we encounter any mafia men out there. I don't know. I'm sure they'll be out there. I'm not a not a major fan of the East Coast mentality. I. St- I'm not either, um, and I just actually ran into a friend of mine who moved to New York after um, graduation, and I always find it funny when I see them back in Minnesota. I'm like, "Hey, you came back? Well, you not you cool didn't, enough, you didn't get to stay out there? Yeah. You like it? <laughs> yeah. Were you, you not went, cool enough? Or yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing's changed here. You could have been here the whole time, you know." Did you get that out of your system? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you done with that now? It's time to, you know. You're back? Time to come home, yeah. To reality? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Oh, See you soon. Oh, just wanted to be close to your family? Yeah, you uh, did. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you ah. did. <laughs> yeah, the family. Ah. Yeah. I just think yeah. it's kind of funny. Minnesota is not a very exciting place for any, I mean, it's not like a destination, you know. No. No, but uh, the people who live here, they certainly do love it. Yeah, except for people that are coming to move here for Amazon. They can go fuck themselves. They can go fuck themselves. They, they, they can take their third crack beans Take somewhere your third else. crack beans. Get take it. your third crack everything and get out of here. Yeah. We don't need you. Daylight savings time? What's all that about? I just love that extra hour you get. It's great. Fall back. I think the, like a free gift. the real question is, did you capitalize on it? I did. Nice. Big time. Nice. I did. 
I kept my alarm at you know seven o'clock, and mm-hmm. I haven't looked back. Nice. That's good. I did too, and um, hopefully. Uh, you can hear more about uh, all of this jibble jabble, whatever. Uh, rabble ribble. Rabble ribble on the uh, next time here in Barapa Street. Adios.